welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. This is episode number 69, and we will both try not to giggle like children as I say that. Um, today is March 22nd, 2020, and I am isolated. Are you isolated? I'm isolated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Joining me as always, and you just heard her voice, is my co-host, Lindsay Evanoff. And how is the isolation going? Good, but you just said my ho co-host. <laughs> oh, I was going to say host, but then I realized. Maybe, I mean, I prefer sister over ho. Sure, sure. Well, maybe that episode 69 is getting to my head. It's very strange. Um, Freudian slip. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to just bypass everything we just said and pretend it didn't happen. It, it actually comes on the heels of last week when we were talking about the Naked People show that we watched in England last week. <laughs> um, let's just jump right into the stats. Um, I actually had a pretty good week this week. I am uh, adding a couple new chapters. I'm working the existing chapters into the new chapters. I'm connecting everything up. And I am up 3,112 words to 53,495, which is probably the biggest jump I've had in a while. Uh, there's a, a, a story behind that that I'll get to in a little while that, that shows why I'm up so many words. So uh, my MailerLite stats, uh, I'm, up, uh, well, I'm up 32 subs from last week to 348. And I have to be honest with you, BookFunnel has just been amazing. Um, of the three, I love BookFunnel. Story Origin is great because it's still free. They're still in beta mode. I don't know how long it's going to be like that. And they've done pretty well for me. But BookFunnel, man, the minute I, something starts, I just immediately start getting subs. So I'm very happy about that. Oh, I can't wait to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my draft three is still at 79,665 words. Um, still need to finish 23 through 30 of the second draft before I go back and do mom's edits. She didn't send me any chapters this week. I think it was kind of an odd week for a lot of people. Um, I have 116 active subscribers and six unconfirmed. So that's a gain of one active and one unconfirmed, which all my unconfirmed are from like, the Netherlands and Austria. So I'm pretty sure those are just spam. Um, yeah, this week was, was it a weird week for you? Well, I mean, it was weird in terms of it being different because of what's going on in the world around us and how much time I've spent in my house since Tuesday afternoon. Um, but you know, I don't leave my house very much anyway. Yeah. So other than like not going to Chick-fil-A or not running my errands, which by the way, I'm going to run my errands today. I have to, I have to go to the store and I have to go to the drugstore. I need to get a haircut. Look at this hair. I mean, it's remember that scene in, in Fletch when Chevy Chase is like, I'm six, he's six, nine or six, four, six, nine with the Afro. That's how I feel right now. I am looking at you on the screen and mm -hmm. I just see a lot of forehead. Oh, thank you. Um, I must be, I must be tilted back too much and you can't, I think you are. Yeah. Probably yeah, that has is, to be so. it. yeah. I'm going to have, it's been four well, weeks since my last haircut. I need to get a haircut today. <laughs> I can, you, you keep going like this and like shoving it out of mm. your eyes. So it's, it's yeah. killing me. Um, so last week on the podcast, I had mentioned that, um, he and school was still on and I was just planning a normal week. 
Uh, 7.30 p.m., we got the call that Kean School is closed until further notice. So um, I remember Monday morning, uh, we got up and I fed the dogs and I made sure Kean got his allergy medicines and his ADHD medicines. And then uh, messages started going back and forth with his teachers about websites and apps. And, you know, I just, I remember spending Monday trying to get things organized and figure out how do I teach this kid from home? Um, because I definitely don't want him to fall back, um, you know, in his learning. And then that turned into Tuesday, which turned into Wednesday, which turned into Thursday, which turned into Friday. And they all just started blending together. And it was a, a kind of a chaotic mess of this is the work that his teachers want him to do. This is me trying to figure out how to get him to learn this information trying to get him to sit still to do the learning, um, which he did a great job. He, he really spent a few hours every day, you know, focused and we had to split it up. We can't do it all in one giant setting like a lot of kids can, but um, he did a great job. Real proud of him for that. But the whole week really was just a big jumble. Um, there was one day that I spent two hours working on chapter 23 because Kean went over to Anna's house um, and then last night after he went to bed, I spent a little bit more time on chapter 23. It's still not done, um, but I haven't been super disciplined about my writing time because I'm just trying to figure out how do I write, you know, while we're kind of stuck in the house, um, you know, and Kian gets bored and I want to spend some time with him and do activities with him. Um, but even when he's on his own, you know, we still converse quite a bit. And so just trying to get in the zone to write has, has been a challenge. So I need to figure that out. So I have a question. So back, I've talked to you about this a couple of times throughout the week. And you honestly, in your text messages, you sounded stressed. Like in your text messages. And, you know, you can't actually hear text messages. But I could hear it in the <laughs> words you were typing that you sounded stressed. And finally, last night I texted you and I was like, are you going to be able to do a podcast at 10 tomorrow? Thinking um, she's just pulling her hair out. Um, and I'm just curious, like back when we were kids, we would just go outside and play. Does he do that yeah. at all? Uh, he does a little bit, but the, the thing is, is we're keeping our circle really small. So Kian has pretty severe asthma. I've, I've talked on the podcast about his asthma attacks. Um, and since this virus is, you know, it, it does attack the lungs, um, him getting the virus would be a lot worse than me getting the virus or you getting the virus. He would certainly end up in the hospital. I mean, a simple cold sent him to the emergency room with a, with a pretty severe asthma attack. So we're keeping our circle really small. Um, we hang out with Anna and her kids and they're keeping their circle really small. They basically just hang out with us. Um, the neighbor is right next door. There's three kids there and they'll come over and play basketball with Kean but they're also keeping their circle very small. Both parents work from home. So it's not like they're going out and being exposed to a bunch of people. Um, so he does go out and play basketball and, and we do, you know, in the evenings when the sun starts to go down, we'll take Ollie for a walk around the neighborhood. But um, you know, I think it was different for us because we had each other to play with all the time and we had a pool and we had all the neighbor kids. Um, and, and like I said here, there are a lot of neighbor kids, but I'm just, trying to keep him away from as many people as possible, just to lessen the chance of him getting the virus. Um, so, I mean, he does play well on his own, but he still, you know, he'll, he'll play on his iPad and then he plays this fishing game and, you know, he likes to keep me updated on which fish he caught. And so 
you know, it's hard to really concentrate on my writing when, you know, every few minutes, Hey mommy, Hey mommy, Hey mommy. <laughs> my, my next door neighbor likes to keep me updated on the fish he catches too. Oh, it's annoying. Oh, like real fish. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. It's a weird okay. story. I'll have to tell you one day. Yeah. Someday. Um, but you know, because, because we're kind of stuck in the house and, and our circle is so small, I, I can't just say, okay, go away and be by yourself so that I can be by myself and write, you know, that's really not fair to him. Um, so I just need to figure that out. Um, that was basically our week last night. We had a little excitement. It was about 10 after seven and Kian said, can we take Ollie for a walk? And I said, yeah, sure. So we, we have this, it's kind of like a one mile loop in our neighborhood. It's actually like 1.13 miles or something like that. Um, and it's the loop that we normally walk. I walk the dog, he rides his bike. Um, but we were at the top of our street coming back down to the house, just, you know, like a less than a five minute walk from our house. And this man across the street walks out of his house. And I think he had been mowing the lawn or something. He didn't have a shirt on and he was walking to his mailbox. We have these like these big um, brick mailbox holders, I guess you can call them. They're like this tall brick pillar and our mailboxes are in them. And his t-shirt was sitting on his mailbox pillar and he was walking over and he was kind of talking to Ollie like, Hey buddy, how's it going? And um, I just kind of kept walking we were near home. It was late. He still had to eat his dinner. Um, when all of a sudden his dog came barreling out of the garage and the man starts screaming, grab your dog, grab your dog, grab your dog. His dog attacked Ollie. Wow. Just snarling at him. And so I was holding onto the leash and I don't know if you know this, but when dogs are fighting, the way to separate them without getting hurt is to grab their tails and pull. Well, Ollie is an Australian shepherd. Australian shepherds don't have very long tails anyway, but when I called the breeder about getting Ollie, she had already cut his tail, which I'm against. I think that you should not cut off tails or ears. Um, but his was already done when he was about two hours old. Um, so Ollie just has like this little nub that you can't grab onto. Um, so I was just basically dancing around this very large man, trying not to get tangled up in dogs or a leash. I was kind of kicking at his dog, trying to get it away from Ollie so that he could grab onto it. But, um, the dogs were just just going at it. Ollie was just trying to defend himself. And finally the guy got a hold of his dog and I pulled Ollie away and just started walking away. And he was apologizing and saying that his dog was adopted from some place. I don't even know. I don't even care. But the whole time we were walking away, he was holding on to his dog who was just trying to get away and snarling and just, I mean, he was a beast. And so, um, I walked to the next block and turned around and they had already gone back in the house. So I stopped and checked out Ollie. He seemed fine. Um, his gums were bleeding a little bit. Um, and and I checked him again this morning and and he's fine, but he didn't have any cuts or scratches or bite marks or anything like that. Um, but we kind of came in the house and he got some extra lovings and a treat. And, um, so that was our excitement for yesterday. That was a little scary. That is a little scary. Um, Holy cow. Yeah. And, um, the only other thing we really did this week, since I didn't do any writing, any real writing, um, we found uh, a bunny nest Monday after the mowers uh, came. 
Ollie was outside and he was kind of like nosing at the ground. And so I called him in cause I don't, you know, I don't know what he's nosing at if it could be a snake. Um, and I go out there and it was a teeny tiny little bunny. Um, it didn't even have any hair yet. It was just like this brownish pink blob. Um, it was still alive and its ear was a little bloody. So I don't know if that was Ollie or if like maybe when they were doing the edging around the house, maybe the edger caught it and tossed it out of the nest. I don't know, but I found the nest and there were five other little babies in there. So I put it in the nest and covered it back up. And then about a half an hour later, I went back out and it was over in the yard in the same place again, probably about 20 feet from the nest. Um, too far for this little bunny to go on its own at such a young age. So then I put it back in the nest again. And a couple of hours later, I went back out and checked on it and it was still in the nest. So I think maybe mama bunny like drug it out of the nest that second time, but it stayed in the nest after that. And every day um, we went out and we loved on the baby bunnies um, yeah, to check on them and they were gone. Um, but day before yesterday, when we were out there, their eyes were open and um, they were a little bit more skittish, uh, except for one, the smallest one still had its eyes closed. But anyway, they're gone now. Uh, so hopefully mama bunny has them somewhere safe and, and they're going to do really well. I have pictures, so we'll, we'll post a picture or two in the podcast notes, but that was my exciting week. Really. It was just, I feel like I'm just a, a rambling mess because I can't even really talk about writing this week. It was just, it was crazy. My week all I have. was a little bit, usually my week is a lot more boring than yours because I just work and write and repeat. I mean, that's kind of what I do. Um, this week though was kind of strange. So on Sunday after we did the podcast, I called DirecTV to make sure that I was done paying them and everything was, you know, they received the equipment I sent back to them because when the, when the, the mom and dad canceled at the DirecTV, they, they really struggled to, you know, they ended up paying more and they claimed they didn't get their stuff back. And for me, it was easy. It was done. But then I realized I really missed having a DVR. Like I'm really weak apparently. So I called Spectrum and I was like, hey, how much to get a DVR and how much to get cable? And it turns out it was like $20 more a month. And instead of getting 15 channels, I get like 225 and I'm sure 220 of them I'll never watch. But <laughs> I got the DVR and I can rewind and fast forward and I could pause, which I really like being able to pause live TV. That actually is a big deal for me. Um, so I ordered it. And they said, okay, we will send you the equipment. You'll get it Tuesday. And I said, well, cool. When does the installer come out? And they said, no, no, you hook it up yourself. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. It's no problem. Mm. So um, Monday I went to work. Um, I came home. Uh, so so um, we were, all of the restaurants that I go to were closed, obviously, last week uh, here in Ohio. Mm -hmm. They closed all the restaurants to go only. And I said, well, I'm just not going to leave work. So I, we have this training room. It's a computer training room. It's for IT only, but no one ever uses it. We don't even use it. It's a terrible room and I, it's not set up well at all. And I thought, well, I'll go in there. So I went in there, um, got my laptop and grabbed a salad from the AVI machine. And I actually got some good words written. I was very happy with the way that it worked out. I don't usually write at work, but you know, it actually worked out pretty well. Um, I woke up in the middle of the night, Monday going into Tuesday with no internet. It happens every now and then, no big deal, it'll be fixed. Uh, woke up Tuesday morning, still didn't have internet. My plan was to work from home Wednesday and then take Thursday and Friday off. And I told my boss Tuesday, I said, listen, if my internet's not back on when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm just gonna take another vacation day. I was supposed to have the week off anyway because of Vegas. 
And I thought, I'm just going to take a couple of vacation days anyway and just at least have a vacation. So it was not, um, so, so it was Tuesday at lunch, same thing, worked in the computer training room, did some writing, everything went really well, happy with the number of words I'm putting out there. Um, and then when I woke up Wednesday, my internet still wasn't on. So I'm sorry, when I got home from work Tuesday, my internet still wasn't on. So I called Spectrum about 6.15 just to make sure there was an outage and I, it wasn't just me. And it turns out, and this was after being transferred around, I think five different times. I was on the phone with them for about three hours. I kept getting a message when I was on, when I would get transferred, I would, they would say, you know, please wait for the next available operator. And they would say, if you're calling in regards to the Spectrum um, lesson plans, it sounded like Spectrum put a bunch of lesson plans out there. I don't know how or, or where, and I don't know if they weren't working or people having trouble with them, but it seemed like a lot of people were calling and their whole message was literally, if this is why you're calling, please hang up and call in a few days. I was like, <laughs> wow. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I learned that when they would, when they would transfer me to sales, I learned after the first time of being on hold for like 15 minutes that if I just hang up and call back and push the button to get me to sales, the whole time was only about 15 minutes. So at one point with the fourth person, that's when she confirmed me to me that, yeah, they just, they just shut me off. They, no reason. They, they, when I, when I placed the order on Sunday and they were taking care of the order for me to add my cable, they just turned off my internet. No clue. Oh, so I went to tech support and the tech support guy, this is the third person I talked to. He said, Oh, I can take care of this. And he fixed it. But then he said, Oh, I can't leave it fixed until you go back to sales. They have to change the order. And I was like, Oh God, please don't send me back to sales. And he did. So I finally got to sales and while I was on hold for a while, I talked to a woman there and she's like, okay, this will happen. I'm gonna put you on hold. I said, okay. She came back. Okay. I got one more thing to do. She put me on hold and she never came back. It ended up going to another person in sales who was like, thank you for calling Spectrum. Can I help you? And I was like, no, I was just talking to somebody else. She's like, I don't know why she did that, but she said, okay, your order is fixed. Now we send you back to tech support so they can turn it back on. I was like, oh, come on. So finally by about nine o'clock, it was back on and it was, everything was good. And I, I said, okay, tomorrow I'm working from home. So I got up Wednesday, I worked from home. I didn't do any writing Wednesday. I took a short lunch. Um, after work, I attempted to hook up my DVR and I was not getting a signal through my DVR and I called spectrum again and said, I'm not getting a signal through my DVR. They said, we'll send some to somebody to your house on Friday night. I said, okay. So what Thursday, a mess. yeah, it was terrible. So Thursday I was off work. My plan was to write a lot of words and it did not work out so well. Um, I did some plotting, but not much. And in the end I did not really do any writing. Um, but Friday, a strange thing happened Friday earlier in the week. I got an email from Reed C and I'm on their mailing list. So I get their, their emails and it was come write with us on Friday. And I was like, Oh, what's this? And it's one of those things where, um, and I, and I see this from different YouTube people where they'll, they'll kind of host a set of sprints where they'll, they'll come on, they'll talk for a couple of minutes. Then you'll do like a 15, 20 minute sprint. Then you'll talk about it for 10 minutes. Then you'll do another one. And usually it's three to four sprints. And after maybe the third or fourth, when you kind of get tired and you want to stop. So I thought this is perfect. These are, these always happen when I'm not home, I'm at work or whatever. Um, sometimes they'll happen when we're recording on a Sunday and I'm like, oh, that sucks, but I want to record. So this is the first one that was actually happening when I was going to be home and it worked out perfect. So 
at one o'clock on Friday. And, and there were two people from Reedsy hosting it. And one of them, her name is Shailene. I used to follow her channel back when I first started writing. Um, her channel, I believe is called Shailene Writes. And I used to watch her videos at the same time I was watching Jenna Moresi's and Kim Chance and who else? Kristen Martin and Ellen Brock. I think that, and Vivian Reese, those are all the ones I started out watching. And um, I kind of went away from Shailene a little bit, but now she apparently works for Reedsy. She's like their YouTuber. Um, so I thought, nice. well, I know her. Um, I'm going to go do this. So at one o'clock I made sure I was home and well, I was, I was home all day, but, um, I made sure that I was ready and I had looked into the, what I was going to write. Um, I was going to continue from what I'd been writing earlier in the week. And, um, at one o'clock they started talking and like one Oh five, she's okay, let's do the first 20 minute sprint. I was like, Oh, so, okay. So I shut my TV off and I didn't think about the plot. I knew what I wanted to write, but I didn't really think about like every word as I was typing. I didn't think about any edits I needed to make. I just typed. That's all I did. I just typed words. And after 20 minutes, I got to the end of a chapter, 835 words, which is amazing. And uh, then they talked for like 10 minutes. And then the second sprint started another 20 minutes. I only got 637 words that time, but I did get into, I, I did end a chapter and I needed to start a first one, uh, the next one. So I needed to, to make sure I understood what the next one was about. So I had to stop for a minute or two and kind of understand the chapter I was getting ready to write. And then I worked through that. And then the, the third and final sprint was 15 minutes and I got 468 words in. So for that 80 minutes total, and it was really just, it was 55 minutes of writing, but it was 80 minutes when, when they were on YouTube, I ended up writing 1,953 words and finished three chapters, which was awesome. And now those chapters are literally first draft style chapters. They need work. I need to add some emotion to them. Uh, nothing, you know, but I got 2000 words in, in less than an hour which That's made awesome. me, that made me really happy. So, and here's the other thing that I learned. I literally did it while I'm sitting at the same desk I'm sitting at right now. Like the desk that I can't write at, I wrote 2000 words at <laughs> without even thinking about it. So, um, so I think what I'm going to try to do now, since I have to write at home now for the next, who knows how long, I think I'm going to try to do it in sprints. Um, that was great. I really enjoyed that. So then Saturday, uh, I was going to do it again Saturday, but I needed to because I finished those street three chapters the previous day, I needed to figure out what I was going to write next. I'm writing this not completely out of order, but I'm skipping a chapter here and there to get to the, the, like the next set of chapters I have is also six chapters and it's a big piece of the, the puzzle of the book. And then what I'll do is I'll connect those to the six chapters I just finished with the six chapters I need to write next. I'll connect them together with a couple chapters down the line. I already know what they're going to be. So what I did was I pulled all of the note cards off of my bulletin board and rewrote all of them, put everything in the right order, um, finished up Hero's Journeying, if that's a word, my main character and one of my <laughs> other characters, and my plot is done. Um, I have a start nice. and I'm missing one chapter that I haven't written yet. I have, uh, that I haven't written a note card for yet, but I know what it is. I have to figure out where to put it. I'm pretty sure I don't want to put it to make sure it connects to two chapters, one on each side. And I'm pretty sure I know what that is. I just haven't written it out yet. And I have a couple of scenes I need to add to my outline, but I know what they are and they can either be new chapters or they can go at the end of other chapters. It's just uh, something has to happen a couple of times. So the third time it happens to the character, she actually grows from it. So, um, I'm really happy about yesterday. I didn't write a single word yesterday, but it went really, really well in terms of now I have a plot. I, I have everything in order. Uh, I'm good. So today after I do this, um, I'm going to go get a haircut. I'm going to go to the store real quick. Uh, and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to, there was a woman by the name of Kate Cavanaugh who does sprints. She did one yesterday and she did like three of them and she recorded it. And you can always go back and watch the recordings. So I'm going to watch it as if it's live 
and I'm going to do sprints and I'm going to see how many of these six chapters I can get written. If I can get two to three of them done, I'll be really happy. Maybe get another 2000 words in, um, then it'll be a really good day. So, uh, that's what I'm going to do today. Uh, in terms of news, let me just go back to the sprinting real quick. I actually really enjoyed it. Like I didn't, at no point did I like delete a paragraph and go, no, that's not going to work. I just typed. That's all I did. Mm -hmm. um, I know you're, I think that they, they say that when you're doing your first draft, that's what you should do. I've never really done that. I've always gone back and did a little bit of editing. Um, if, if a sentence didn't sound right or something like that, but this, this was great. I literally, and it was because I think it was because I'm a somewhat competitive person and there was a countdown clock and I knew there was a word count that at the end of it, everybody was gonna start telling their word counts and I wanted to have more than everybody. So <laughs> Did I, you? I, I had more than most people, yeah. 863 was oh, okay. one of the higher numbers. The, the second time and the third time, I'm not sure where I was, but the first time through 863 was, was a, a pretty high number compared to most people, which made me really happy. Or 835, 835. Um, so that's how I wrote my first draft, my whole first draft. I just typed because I didn't know what I was doing. I think I probably <laughs> did the same thing, but you don't have a tendency to like, if you type a sentence, you don't, you don't have, you don't just like, I would type a sentence and I would just reread it as I was typing the next sentence and go, oh, that's not right. And I would delete stuff and you didn't do that. Yeah. See, I do. No, that. not the first draft. I feel like with the second book, I might do that because I have some idea of what I'm doing now. Um, but with the first one, I was just like, I just want to get the story out of my head. Yeah. I think that's the attitude I need to have, which right now I, I don't, um, cause I, but now that it's outlined and everything, I think I have a better chance of doing that. I think also, um, you know, seeing the 20 books people over the last couple of years talk about how I only write three drafts and the one guy, um, what's his name? Uh, not Kevin J. Anderson, the other guy, I get them both mixed up, um, that speaks about just doing one draft and sending it out mm -hmm. there and writing. Um, it's like, I know I can do that. So I think that's probably part of it. And maybe that's the wrong approach. Maybe I'm not there yet. So that's not, that's not the right approach to take, so. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna drive me name. It's gonna drive me crazy. While you're talking about your news, I'm gonna try to figure out his name, because it, it's driving me. It's the guy that's married to <laughs> Kathleen, Christine, Kathleen, Russia, whatever her name is. Uh, oh man, it's gonna drive me crazy. Uh, anyway, um, so oh, I can't even go on right now. Um, so anyway, so there are people on YouTube that do these. Um, Kay Cavanaugh, Natalia Lee is another one I watch nowadays. Um, the Reedsy people are talked about yesterday. They talked about doing it more. And I'm sure there are others who talk about doing these sprints and they do them on YouTube so that other people can do them with them. And all I have to do is find the replays and I can just use the replays and treat them as live. The only thing is, is I don't know if I can, like, I don't know if I want to use the one I watched yesterday to do it again today because I know what's going to be said. I know what the numbers are. I like to treat it as if it's brand new. And then, um, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to attempt to find those and use some of those over the next few weeks to try to finish. Cause I'm really close. Once I get these six chapters done, I will be, I don't know, 80% of the way done with my next draft, which is technically the second draft. So I'm close. Mm -hmm. I'm getting close. The May 5th thing isn't going to happen, but you know, I, I can get done pretty quick. I mean, I can get it to the point where maybe by May 5th, I can get it to an editor. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. So. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about my group promos. I'm currently, I'm in three at once. This is the second week, uh, doing the podcast that I'm in all three of them at the same time. I think that's part of the reason I'm up so many people. The last two weeks I'm up like 75 people in my mail, in my, my mailing list. So prolific works. I'm up one sub one claim. Um, I'm up to 95 claims that has about eight days. It ends on the 31st and so nine days left, uh, before it ends. 
And I will say that I don't like prolific works. I don't like the way they do their stuff. Um, I'm up 46 subs with 95 claims. I, half the people that took my book didn't tell me who they were. I don't like that. Um, the yeah. only thing I have going for me there is that I put the first four and a half or so chapters of book one into that book so that you can read it. So maybe they'll read it and then go download it from, from KU to read. But I'd like to be able to email them every now and then and I can't and I don't like that. But I did a quick... Uh, summary. There's 130 books in that promo. And my book was downloaded 95, which actually 95 times, which is actually 18th most out of all 130 books. That's kind of cool. And I'm not sure why I, I have a feeling that it's because wow. of your friends. I feel like your friends are, are part of that because you have so many Facebook friends and you always share it. And, I, and they're all, and the half of them subscribe to my mailing list, it seems like. So I think your friends are, are a lot of that, but um, 95 times is pretty cool. The, the one that got the most was like 225. Then there's a bunch of them in the hundreds and there's a bunch of them in the nineties and I'm one of them. And that, I, I was really happy to see that. So actually, you know, well, all my, like, all my friends that read your book loved it. So I mean, yeah, that's maybe good. that's why maybe they went and said, well, let me get the free one and, and, and see if I like that one. So, um, that I, even though I don't like how prolific works does their thing where I don't get the email address from everybody. I feel like that was a pretty successful, um, promo to do the story origin one it runs through the same time period it ends next tuesday so nine more days and let's see there's 59 books 55 unique authors and i've gained a total of 32 subscribers through there book funnel like i said i love book funnel it's been out 10 days uh i've already gained 71 subscribers or i've had 71 downloads and and they you know you get an email address every time it's possible that some of the people who were there were already on my list and it just didn't count, but I have had 71 downloads. You can't really tell on there how many, um, how many subscriptions you've gotten. So I just looked over my left, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace is on, and Qui-Gon Jinn just got killed, in case you're wondering. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. um, so anyway, so those are my promo, my group promos. I'll tell you what, doing three at once is kind of interesting because the numbers really fly, and it also gives you a lot of um, ammunition for email subscriber uh, newsletters and Facebook posts. I posted this morning about the book funnel one on my Facebook wall. Um, so on my author page. So I was very happy mm -hmm. about that. So again, I don't know when I'm going to do another promo after April 12th for that book. I may not do any more for that book and just wait until book two comes out. And, and maybe then I'll throw that book in, in another one. I don't know yet. Or maybe I'll throw book one in there. I'm just not sure. But um, I mean, I've gone from, what about 95 subscribers to 300 and whatever word I, whatever number I said, 48 subs, uh, basically strictly because of those promos. I mean, that's where I got the majority of those. Those are, um, yeah, those are really good. I remember in Scotland learning what those were. I was talking to Paul Teague and I was talking to a couple other people, um, in Vegas a couple months later and, and talking to all those guys telling me what those, those promos were, I didn't understand them. And it turns out they're really, really interesting. They're really good ways to get mail, mailing list subscribers. If you have a book that's free or if you have a KU book, there's a bunch of different categories. I mean, I would just throw it in there for a month. Pick one and throw it in there and you'll, you'll gain some subscribers, no problem. Um, let's nice. see. I sent an email newsletter last weekend to promote Book Funnel. Uh, so two, three weeks ago, I sent one to promote story origin. And then last week I sent one to promote book funnel. I'm just going to compare real quick those numbers because it's kind of interesting. I had 268 people three weeks ago, um, 30%, 29.96, so 30% open and just under 7% clicked. But with the one I sent two weeks ago, 
um, I actually, my subject line was, can we just fast forward to April, which I thought was kind of funny because I always talk about how I hate February and I can't wait for March. And now I'm like, can we just fast forward to April because of this whole coronavirus thing? Uh, I had 316 people, um, exactly 33% of them opened it, which is my highest open rate since way back in November when I did my first free promo. And I had mm-hmm. a 12% click rate, which is my highest since that same one. So um, in my last five, I've averaged right around in the sixes somewhere in percentage of click. But in this one, I had 12% click. I don't, it doubled basically. I'm not sure why. Um, I'm going to just, I'm going to call it because of BookFunnel. I don't, something about BookFunnel. I love BookFunnel. Um, they have more than just the <laughs> promos. They have the newsletter swaps, which I'm going to do at some point. Uh, as I get closer to book two, I think I'm going to do a newsletter swap there, maybe more than one. They have the ability to, to download files so I can do that audio thing I want to do. They, they, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, really, they're really worth the money. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. So I would say Story Origin is worth the money also, but they're still free. So anything, they get me one <laughs> subscriber, they, they, made up their, they, they made it up. So that's good. Um, <laughs> and then finally, and for my news, um, my Facebook author page is, is still gaining people from when you did your share thing like three weeks ago. Um, yeah. I went from 86 people to 97 last week or uh, 86 last week to 97. As of now, uh, I posted this morning uh, a post about my book funnel and I think I'm gonna try to pro- post something in there. Maybe every Sunday, I'll just try to put something in there. I mean, I can do anything right now having to do with being isolated. I can make fun of it. I can talk about how I'm, I always isolate myself anyway. Um, my friend Bill sent me a text last <laughs> week that said, um, oh, what did he say? Hold on. I'm going to find it. Cause I responded to it by saying I could do two months standing on my head. Um, here it is. Let's, I, I don't know if I can back up and find this or not. Uh, 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 oh, and just so you know, I was supposed to be in flying home from Vegas right now. And, uh, but, but we had to cancel it. Turns out we're going to reschedule as a, a friend thing. Um, you know, the group of us to go, it looks like August, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, some, whatever that weekend is. And I'm already scheduled to go at the end of August. So I potentially could go to Vegas twice in August, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Um, so my buddy Bill had texted the following a few weeks, a few days ago, if it wasn't for no sports, Jerry wouldn't know anything is different. He's been socially distancing since 1974, which is (laughs) the year I was born. And I wrote, I could do two months of the standing on my head, which is you know, other than going to Chick-fil-A and running errands, which I still do, not much is different here for me. So, um, yeah, effect, except for the fact that I have to, lo- I really have to force myself to learn how to write from home. So, uh. um, and maybe with these sprints, I can do it. So that's, that's my news. Um, again, I look at your list of news and I think to myself, wow, I can make my dinner and get something to drink. Cause you have a lot here. Um, go ahead. I know there's so much, well, I didn't add this to the outline. Um, but so being in the military, being a military family, um, I have friends that are spread all over the country and I don't get to see them often. Um, you know, they're people that I lived near at some point and they just became super, super good friends. Um, and since I don't get to see them often, my friend Anna and I, who I met in 2006 at Fort Huachuca, Arizona, um, and I saw her once between the time we moved in September of 2006 until I moved here in May of 2017. Um, she has family in Cleveland. And in 2010 or 2011, I can't remember, um, I was in Cleveland, she was in Cleveland, and we met up for breakfast. Uh, so that was the one time I saw her in 11 years. 
Um, but she lives five houses down from me and she's one of my closest friends. Um, we decided that we're going to plan a girls weekend in the mountains in Northern Georgia, um, and invite some people that we never get to see, you know, our military friends that we, we never get to see. We've been so excited about this. There's six of us that we're going to get together. Um, it's just kind of like this light at the end of the tunnel of, deployments and now this coronavirus and we're all homeschooling and you know yesterday we had to cancel it um why what military happens? families can't go more than 250 miles away from home uh until at least may 11th um, and that could change um and three of the people that were going live more than 250 miles away uh one of them her husband is deployed. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say where he is, so I'm just not going to. Um, it's been extended. He won't get home until at the very least late May. Um, and they have two kids, so she doesn't have any childcare. Uh, so we had to cancel this trip and we're going to postpone it. Um, we just don't know when it's going to happen now uh, because we don't know what's going on, you know, with the virus is our May 11th date going to be extended? We just, we just don't know. Um, so I'm pretty bummed about that because I, I was really looking forward to seeing my friends. Um, and that'll just have to wait. Also, this virus is killing my marketing plan. Um, I, I would see people all the time, like anywhere I would go, I would mention the book and they would want information on it. And so I'd have to write it on a little scrap of paper and so I finally got business cards. I think I talked about that last week. You posted a picture. Um, but now I can't go anywhere or see anybody. So I have this box of business cards that I can't hand out to anybody. Um, so I'm hoping this virus, like, come on, people, stay home. Just stay home. Make this virus go away so that I can market my book before it comes out. Um, also, in other news, this is my last bit of news. Um, my husband's coming home soon. Um, not sure if I'm allowed to say when, so I'm not going to, but he is going to be flying commercial, which means he's going to have to self quarantine at home. Um, I only started his car once the whole time he was gone. And so a few weeks ago I went out there and it wouldn't start. And we had this little, like, um, instead of using another car to jump start it, it's like this little battery kind of thing that you hook up to the car battery and it starts the car. Um, I drove it just around our neighborhood because we don't have insurance on it while he's the place. So I just drove it around our neighborhood um, for like eight miles, which is like that loop I was talking about that we walked the dog. I did that like eight times. I left it running in the driveway for like two hours, just hoping that the battery would recharge again. I backed it back into the garage. I turned it off and I thought, hmm, I wonder if it's going to start again. And it didn't. So we need to get a new battery in his car. So before he comes home, I need to find out, first of all, if the car place is even operating at this point. Um, I have to figure out a way to get it over there to get a new battery. Um, and then I have to drop it off on base where he's going to be flying in, which I'm really not sure where he's going to be flying into. He may fly into Atlanta. I, I really don't know where he's going to fly into, but I need to get a car there. So that when he comes in, we can all just kind of hang out at the other end of the house in my office and he can just head upstairs to the guest room and quarantine himself. 
So um, I'm going to spend some time this week getting that room ready. Um, it doesn't have a TV in there. So I did buy a TV. Um, it should be delivered Wednesday, I believe. Um, I'm going to take the Xbox and, and hook it up. Um, we have a mini fridge in our garage that we use just to keep um, beer in. Um, so I'm going to clean that out and I'm going to put it up in that room and kind of fill it with snacks and drinks and, and I don't know what else to do to make it livable for 14 days. Well, he has to be stuck in that room. Reese's um, eggs. What's that? Reese's eggs. <laughs> yeah. Reese's eggs. I, I know you're out of them. Are you jonesing yet? I am. I'm, I ran out yesterday of the 36 that you bought me about, what was that about 12, 11 days ago? I think I yeah. got them 11 days ago. Um, so that's, that's pretty good. I'm actually surprised they lasted that long. Yeah. Well, Amazon, Amazon's a good thing. Um, so anyway, he, we do have a, a gym in our house. So here's the thing. He FaceTimed yesterday. He was so bummed that, um, he was going to have to fly commercial. Cause originally we thought he's going to stay two weeks later than everybody else just to help with the incoming soldiers. And then he's going to take this military flight, which it has a name. I can't remember. Um, home and then he wouldn't have to quarantine because they're basically all quarantined where they are it's a military flight with people who were quarantined and he can just come home and hang out with the family but it would be two weeks later and we were okay with that but now it's going to be two weeks sooner and he has to take a, a commercial flight so he's going to have to quarantine um th his the reason why he was so bummed wasn't because he was gonna have to quarantine at home it was because his commander shut down the gym where he is and he can't go to the gym um, he sent me an overly dramatic text last night. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh my God. I can, I can um, hear him saying these things too. I just, you know, I just responded with question marks. Cause I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And okay. So he said, my life is over. It has no meaning right now. I'm just going to sit here and wither away to nothing alone and flabby. The world is working against me. Gasp, fainting spell with right hand over forehead. <laughs> and so I responded with question marks, like, are, are you drinking? Like, what is happening? And he wrote back and said, I'm just trying to be dramatic here. Just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's so bummed because he can't go to the gym. That's kind of like his saving grace. That's his sanity. He goes to the gym. He lifts heavy things and sets them back down again over and over and over again. And, and that's what he loves to do. So anyway, when he gets home and he's quarantined, he will be able to come downstairs and get into our home gym because he'll be the only one using it. We'll just have to kind of come to the front of the house in my office, wait for him to get into the gym, shut the door, and then we can go about our business again. Um, it's going to be an interesting two weeks. If anybody has any other ideas, um, what would you like to have in a room that you were going to live in all by yourself for 14 days? Like I said, I have a TV, I have an Xbox, I have a mini fridge. Um, you know, Jerry suggested Reese's eggs, good suggestion. Um, I'll make sure he has a, a, a nice bottle of either, um, uh, Captain Morgan or, uh, what, what's the other one? Oh, he likes the vanilla, uh, vanilla crown and he mixes that with ginger ale. So I'll make sure he has that up there. Any other ideas are, are welcomed. So yeah, just um, let me know. Anna Kendrick. Uh, you know, I sent her an email and she's, uh, not available, yeah. Uh, and that would be weird because, you know, he's married to me. So, oh, I was um, talking about, I thought you were asking for me. Sorry. I thought you were talking about me. No, 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 no. Well, what would you like to have in the room? But really, 
suggestions for what I can put in the room for Jeremy. See, gotcha. you got confused. Okay. I did. Yeah, you got confused. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if anybody, if any of our listeners have any ideas of what I can do to make this man more comfortable in the room, please email me, lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I welcome all suggestions unless they're ridiculous, like Anna Kendrick. <laughs> ridiculous to you. <laughs> All right. That's so. my news. That's why I hope you're not too overwhelmed by the uh, the the vast news I was able to put out. Oh no, I'm good. I just read a book, so we're good. Um, <laughs> good. My, uh, I, the segment that I always like to talk about, just to get it out there into the world, so that I I do these things at some point, is my running list of future things to do, and it's the same as it was last week. Although. I thought I had reordered it, but I didn't. I'm just going to run through them real quick and not talk about them. Uh, I want to create a webpage for the people who finished book one, and I want to do that before book two is available. And I want to link to it at the beginning of book two so they can go to that webpage and just remember what, you know, one of the things they talk about is, you know, if you're going to release three books, you should always have the first two done because people are going to want to read book two as soon as they're done with book one if they like it. I didn't do that. I don't think a lot of people do that. Um, I just wanted to publish, so I published. But I do want to give them kind of a, you know, I think last week I said it was my, my version of the last week on Lost type thing, and that's kind of what it is. So I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to build that before book two is finished. Probably while it's at the editor, I'll be building that. I, I also want to do the newsletter swaps through Story Origin. I want to get my book up on my website because I want to sell autographed paperbacks. I want to create my Patreon page. Actually, finish it. I've already started it. I just need to finish it. And I still want to record my first two chapters that the more I think about it, the less I think I'm going to do that because I keep seeing people say you need to have a professional. Um, so we'll see. I still want to do it, but I, I just don't know if it's something I'm going to take the time to, to do. You may do it and then listen to it back and say, yeah, this is not my forte. I'll hire somebody. Yeah. I mean, so like actually doing it might um, solidify your decision. Well, I think I have a good speaking voice. I know I can speak slow when I have to. Um, I, I just, why is that funny? That's not, that's not, that wasn't a joke. Cause you never speak slow. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I, I, the issue is that, that worries me is the different, um, the different voices for the different characters. Um, I think that's probably a learned skill that you can do over time. I just don't know if I'd be very good at it. And I have a lot of characters in my book. Um, and I'm, again, I'm listening to Thrawn still the, the latest Thrawn book and that guy's really good at it. But again, that's star Wars. They have a, a, a studio, they add sound effects. It sounds really good. I don't know if, if I can do that. So I'm going to try it, but I don't know if it's going to go well. Is that all you have? That's all I have. Yes. That is all. That was a weird oh, okay. pause. That was a there weird was pause. no segue there for me. Like, Hey, oh, what are you doing next week? Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, my week is going to be, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to make it better than last week. Um, so that when we do the podcast next Sunday, I actually have writing to talk about. That'll be amazing. Um, Monday, I have one class at 5am. I need to call the vet because as of this morning, Oz can't walk on his right back leg. Um, I don't know what's going on with that. He's just kind of dragging it around. Um, hopefully it's nothing serious and um, we could just do some more of that laser treatment that he had done uh, last year. Um, I need to figure out a homeschooling slash writing schedule so that I can actually get some writing done. Uh, Tuesday, I have one class of five. Wednesday, I teach three classes. Thursday, I teach four. Friday, I teach four. 
Saturday, I have no plans. Sunday, podcast laundry and book cover diamond painting. And if I haven't figured out that homeschooling writing schedule, I really need to get that done. I need to get some writing done. I need to make sure that Kean gets his schooling done and he's occupied and happy and healthy. And um, that's my week. Have you started the homeschooling yet? I mean, you did it last week, right? Yeah, we did a few hours each day and, and it worked out fine. It's just a matter of trying to figure out when can I concentrate on writing. Because ours in Ohio, you don't actually have to start until the 30th or the 31st, whatever next Monday is. Um, so I know for two weeks, you're, I think people are trying to work that stuff out and then they're supposed to start actually next Monday. So um, were you supposed to start last week or is that how that worked? I could have that No, wrong, we didn't have... Like we don't, we don't have like a, you must start homeschooling on this day. It's more of like a, here's the, the apps that we work on in school. So, uh, I think Anna's oldest had a couple of assignments that they had to turn in. Um, but ours is more like Kian has these apps that he uses at school and the teachers can keep track of progress on the apps. Um, and it's more like do what you can when you can. Um, Kian has dyslexia and dysgraphia, so teaching him be a little bit more challenge. And, and I'm not a special ed teacher. This is why he goes to school and has a special ed teacher. Um, but he does really well with me. We, we kind of sit in my, my big chair in my office with his iPad or computer and, um, you know, we work on the apps, but we don't have a set, you must start homeschooling on this date kind of thing. It's like, let's do what we can see when we can get these kids back in school. They haven't said yet that they're probably not going to go back to school, but I would be shocked if they did go back to school. When does school so, usually end? Uh, his last day is supposed to be May 24th. Oh yeah. That's two months away. I mean, you're going to have another month of the numbers getting bigger and bigger before the numbers start getting better. So yeah. yeah. And we don't even have a clear view as to when the numbers are going to get better. So we're just kind of, flying by the seat of our pants. I don't want him, like I said before, to kind of drift backwards in his learning. So um, I want to make sure Monday through Friday, we do some stuff, uh, you know, every day for a couple of hours. And, you know, it's, it's stuff like math. He really enjoys doing math. So it's easier to get him to do math than it is to get him to read. Um, I have to work a little bit harder on that, but he tries so hard. And so I appreciate that from him. Um, and so it's not that it's grueling work, and the schoolwork isn't even the hard part that kind of takes away from my writing. That's fine. It's just the fact that I, I guess it's more mom guilt than anything. You know, I don't want to just say, okay, I'm going to go work on my writing. So leave me alone for two hours. You know, I want to make sure that he's occupied and, and he's home all day now. So I do want to spend time with him and do things with him. Even if it's just sitting in the chair watching TV or, you know, watching him play his fishing game or whatever. Um, I, I, n I never want my kids to feel like I push them aside for something else. Uh, so I just need to figure that out. That's all. Uh, what does your so, week look like? So See how I, I did I'm, that segue? What does your week look like? Sure. Well, you're a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, mine's a little, mine is similar to yours where I have to figure out what my week is going to be like um, because I, I'm working from home every day now. So last week we learned on, I don't know what day it was. It was, I think Thursday that we could come up with a, come up with a schedule where we, um, where we work. So I have a guy that sits beside me and then I have a web guy who does the same job as me and the three of us. So we weren't allowed to sit. If you sit beside somebody, you come up with a schedule to where you're not there at the same time. Well, 
that's fine. Me and that guy could, but then the other web guy would be like, why do I have to be here every day? Which is fair. So the three of us worked out this work from home schedule where I was going to work from home three days a week and then work in the office two days. And then the next week they were going to work from home three days a week and I was going to work in the office three days and, and so on. So it worked out to where you were five on and five off and it, it, it was good. Um, but then we learned the next day, no, you're work from home every day. So starting, <laughs> starting tomorrow, everybody is work from home every day. If they can, there might be a couple people there who can't, but if they can, everybody is work from home every day. So I need to work out a schedule. You know, I won't be going to a restaurant and writing anymore. And I ha always had those struggles of writing from home. So the plan is, and I'm hopefully the sprint thing fixes it, but the plan is as of right now, the plan is to get up at 5am like I normally do, uh, even though I don't start working until seven. Um, do, do a couple, do a sprint type of thing. Um, I may even do, so I'll get out of the shower at like, you know, 5.15, 5.20, get dressed and then have an hour and a half before I have to work. So maybe try to do that 80 minute thing that I did yesterday where I sprint for 20 minutes, sprint for 20 minutes, sprint for 15 minutes, see how many words I can get done. And then at noon, I kind of want to start walking my dog. If I'm going to be home every day, I feel like I'm going to start walking him at lunch. Just take him around the neighborhood over by maybe the pizza shop, come, come all the way back over here. Um, so I work from seven to noon and then take him for a walk at lunch and then eat either at my desk or if I have time to eat before one o'clock starts one to four work. And then I want to get back on the treadmill. So from four to five, maybe do treadmill. And I think that's what I'm going to try to make my day, um, every day because every day is the same. I'm not golfing. I'm not bowling. It's just every day is the same right now, at least for the next couple of weeks. Who knows what happens after that, but at least for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Saturday, um, Saturday, except for with the exception of getting up from at 5am and working, it might be the same thing. Get up when I get up and then uh, do the sprints I want to do. And then maybe walk the dog and get on the treadmill at some point. And then Sunday we'll do the podcast. But at the same, after we're done today, uh, I'm going to go get a haircut. I'm going to go to the drugstore and go to the store um, and come home. And I'm probably going to do that same sprint. The one that I saw yesterday, I'm gonna try to do that one today to get some words done. So really, I'm going to try to do writing at home, but I'm going to do it in sprints where I just sit and TV's off and all I do is type, just type words and see how that goes. And if that's the case, I mean, if I can make this work, it's possible that within the next two to three weeks, I can get done with this draft and now just be editing. And uh, I've already done a lot of editing to this. So again, May 5th is out of the question. I'm not going to release this May 5th, but I think the goal I'm shooting for now is to get that I'm in the second draft right now. Get that third draft done by May 5th and try to get it to I, I got to reach out to my editor. I haven't talked to her in a few months, see when she can get me in and uh, maybe set a deadline for myself to have something to send to her. Um, so yeah. yeah. And then my cover is scheduled to get done in May. So that could all come together where everything gets done in May and then maybe right around June, maybe right around my birthday, I release it again, release the next book, start working on the, 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 third, uh, the third one in the series, which if I can get that done and out, if I can get it done into the editor by the end of October, that gives me two months to write two novellas, which I think I can do. So I'm still shooting for four books done this year, finishing two trilogies, the first three books of my main series and then the three books in my novella trilogy. And if I can get to the end of the year, if I can get to January 1st of next year with six, six books out there, I'll be very, very happy. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, that's my schedule for the week. Um, uh, I have our, our little segment in here that I like to call addicted to, and I've got two things here. The first one I watched, um, knives out yesterday. Have you ever heard of this movie knives out? No. What's so it about? do you, do you like, um, whodunit style mysteries? Like, no. I don't know if you like, you don't like this. Okay. Then you probably wouldn't like this. It's, it's a really, really 
good movie. I remember a couple months ago, this girl I work with, Dawn, came by my desk and she's like, hey, you need to watch this movie, Knives Out. It's a whodunit. I know you love whodunit. It's like an Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot style, Murder, She Wrote style whodunit yeah. movie. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. I love this kind of movie. So then I, I, came, I went home that night and I watched the trailer. And at the very end of the trailer, it said, written and directed by Ryan Johnson. And Ryan Johnson wrote Star Wars The Last Jedi. And I hate that movie. And I thought, oh, no, I... I want to watch this movie, but I hate that guy. He ruined Star Wars. <laughs> I'm, I'm your typical, he ruined my childhood type of person. Um, even yeah. though I don't, I don't say it out loud because it's way too dramatic and I'll never put it on social media because it causes, it's like saying um, uh, Republicans are awesome and Democrats suck or the other way around on Twitter, you're going to get killed. There's no reason yeah. to say it. That's how Star yeah. Wars The Last Jedi was, was viewed. Well, I, did, I did not like it. So, um, so then I had been kind of not necessarily putting it off, but I just hadn't really been excited to see it. Well, then yesterday I, I realized I'm off for these days. Um, I'm going to watch this movie. I watched it. It was awesome. It was so good. Um, it was with um, the guy that played James Bond the last t- couple of times. I forget his name. Daniel Craig. It was with um, Chris Evans is in it and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Don Johnson mm. is in it. He's really funny. Uh, like There's other famous. Uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 shoot, I can't remember her name. Um, it's a good cast and it's a really good movie. And I, I would say that you should, not necessarily you, but the collective you listening should definitely watch it if you like this kind of, <laughs> those, kind of book, uh, those kind of books or, or stories, the, the whodunit stories. There's not a lot of blood in it, which makes me very happy. I don't like blood in movies. And um, it's not like a big explosion. It's just a whodunit mystery. It's really good. So um, that was first. I only put that in my addicted to because I've been thinking about it for months and finally yesterday I watched it. But the other thing that I've been paying attention to, so there's a lot of news. And I, I talked about this last week. There's a lot of news out there about this coronavirus and this, it's all media driven. So it's all trying to scare you. It's, it's either that or it's politically charged and I hate politics. Um, I've been doing the best I can over the last four or five days to watch more about the virus itself. So I watched a lot of videos on how the virus works, what it does to your system. Um, why? I, I, one of the things I could not understand is why 20 seconds when it comes to washing your hands. Like why, why not? If it kills the virus, it kills the virus. Why, why not five seconds? What's the big deal? I watched a video on that. It makes complete sense to me now. I completely understand it. Um, and I, I sing Africa by Toto, the course, every time I wash my hands now, because it gets me to 20 <laughs> seconds. It's very funny. Um, and I found a series of videos on like the drugs that are existing now that, that are being touted in the news as um, could be helping out. And it's a small sample size, really small sample size with their testing, but things are, are positive and they're doing more testing of that. And I've watched a lot of those things on, on YouTube. I found a lot of like doctors on YouTube who are saying, you know, here's what this drug does and here's what this drug does. And it's, it's like, and then the other thing I do is I watch the numbers. I watch the numbers because if you look at most of the countries that were infected first, their number of recoveries is way outpacing their number of deaths now. It took a while for it to get there. Mm-hmm. Ours isn't there yet. When I, when I, um, when I, before we started recording, I looked and we were at 340 in death and 176 in recovered. My guess is over the next couple of weeks, both of those numbers are going to climb. But at some point, the recoveries are going to way, way outpace the deaths. And that's when things yeah. are going to start getting better. So I watched that like, you know how people refresh their sales numbers with their books? Well, now I'm refreshing that screen instead the same way. So I have it um, up right now. Which one? The, 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 the Johns Hopkins? I don't use that one anymore. I got away from using a map. I just use a straight... Um, here, wait, I'll text it to you. I'll put a link in the, in the, in the show notes for this one now that I like, cause this one breaks it down by state a little bit better and it just gives straight oh, okay. numbers. 
Hold on. I'll yeah. text it to you right now. So here it comes. Um, oh, there it is. So it should have got to you. So I've been watching this site. Yep. And again, I'll put it, I'll put a, a link in the, in the show notes for it. Um, as of right now, we are at uh, 1349 death, 178 recovery. So it's about double, about a little, little, under, little, little under twice as much. But if you look at like Italy, or Italy hasn't reported today, but if you look at Spain, Spain's getting hit hard. 1753 deaths, that's a gigantic number. It's awful. 2125 recovered. So their recoveries are now more than their deaths. I mean, China, whether or not you trust those numbers, I mean, I kind of do because they look very similar to the other numbers. Um, theirs is 3,200 deaths, 72,000 recovered. That makes sense to me because they were the first ones to get it. So their recoveries are going to start coming up big after a few weeks. That, that makes sense to me. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I ran another one that I don't know if I trust the numbers, but theirs is huge. But even like South Korea, they've been doing a great job of keeping everything clean and the social distancing and everything. 104 deaths, 2,900 recovered. I mean, that's huge. So, um, and then you can click right on the USA. And I watched the Ohio numbers and I watched the Georgia numbers. Um, Ohio, 250 cases, three deaths, no recovered yet. Georgia, 20 deaths. I saw that this morning. I'm like, what the heck's going on in Georgia? Um, 555 cases, 20 deaths. That's a big number um, compared yeah. to the rest of the U.S. So, um, so those are the things I've been watching. I've been trying to do as much like complete and utter positive spin on this. I'm an optimist. I'm always looking like, okay, in two weeks, I think here's what's going to happen. In a month, here's what's going to happen. June 1st, I think baseball can start back up again. I was thinking May 1st originally, but I'm not sure about May 1st. I'm also watching these drugs that they're, they're testing. And um, it, it just, it makes me feel better as a person um, to do the positive stuff than to just watch the news. I, I can't watch yeah. the news. I already know if I've turned on any of the news channels, I already know what it's going to be. It's either going to be anti-Trump or pro-Trump. And I don't give a crap about Trump when it comes to this virus. I don't care. Right. Um, I just want to see like what the doctors have to say. So that's kind of where I'm mm -hmm. at with it. And that literally, I've been addicted to that the last four or five days pretty hard um, when I'm not writing. And, uh, and I love numbers. So I'm really enjoying watching the numbers. So um, that's my addiction. Do you have anything else? That's the podcast. No, I don't have any addictions. Um, I seriously, this week, um, I, I think you, you caught an accurate sense of my mood in the texts. Um, I was a fly by the seat of your pants kind of girl all week, just trying to figure this out. Um, and so I, I didn't have time to be addicted to anything. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. You were addicted to just making sure your kid was, you know, being fed alive and, and well. Yeah, there you go. So that's yes, a pretty good addiction. Alive and well. And he's awfully cute. So I must be doing something right. There you go. Um, okay. So that's the end of the podcast for the week. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you can find me at jerryevanoff.com. You can email me jerry at jerryevanoff.com. Find me on Twitter and Facebook. Just search my name. Jerry Evanoff author is my Facebook page. Uh, I'll put the Instagram and Snapchat stuff in the, um, in the show notes. Um, and Lindsay, where can we find you? Uh, you can email me at lindsayevanoff.com. I mean, you can look at my website at lindsayevanoff.com. Um, you can email me at lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com, uh, facebook.com slash author, Instagram at author, and Twitter evanofflindsay. So if you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.